Hey, Podfathers listeners, you can find us every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball Nip. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball Nips and have a great time on the golf course. Well, welcome back to another edition of the Podfathers. It's me, your boy, Uncle Chap. Soon, Clem is going to be joining me. It's late at night, my friends. <laughs> like, we're doing a late night episode because I am headed to San Diego. This weekend, I'm going to speak at a Marine Corps ball. So, by the time that you listen to this, I've spoken at the Marine Corps ball, and I'll probably be on my way back because this is our special Halloween episode. Halloween, I don't know if you guys remember if you listened last year, but Halloween in the McNeely house is super, super special. So, I can't wait for you guys to hear this episode. This episode is brought to you by, it's a little bit of luxury, my friends. We're talking luxury, 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 luxury. It's by Burrow. Burrow has reinvented the luxury sofa without you even having to pay luxury prices. Couches are stylish and stain resistant. We have one in the barstool office. The couches are comfortable and convenient for the common man. No more dealing with assembling like an Ikea sofa, which takes fucking forever, and you've got to have basically an engineering degree. You can't be a blogger and do that. You can't have more than like 30 Twitter followers and do that. Happen to be moving at the end of the month, your couch gets delivered right to your door. makes it super easy to go into your new place. Your sofa ships in one week, assembles in minutes, and you could test it out for 30 days, which is pretty damn good for kids because usually it's like seven days and you got to get the fuck off that couch because you know it'll be fucked up with crayons and all kinds of stuff. Try out the burrow for couch for yourself. Use the promo code STOOL at burrow.com. That's B-U-R-R-O-W. For you military types that are my friends out there in military types, that is going to be Bravo Uniform Romeo Romeo Alf or Oscar <laughs> Whiskey.com. Get $50 off. That's burrow.com with the promo code STOOL. Here we go. It's me, your boy, Uncle Chaps. We are here live on the Halloween episode. My voice is kind of fucked up. I went up I, last week. I was in Austin. So was Clem, actually. We were both in Austin last weekend doing stuff. I got sick, Clem. I don't usually get sick, but when I get sick, I am a little... I, I don't like to curse, so I'm going to spell it out. I'm a little B-I-T-C-H whenever I get, <laughs> whenever I get sick. Bitch, I'm going to say bitch. If you can't say bitch, I'm going to say bitch. Chapsy style. It's sixth season, baby. We talked about it. You got to throw that SZN out there. <laughs> Dude, I feel like shit today. I don't, And it's getting progressively worse. I'm sipping on a little bit of old grandpa's cough medicine. Clem, why don't you tell the people what's happening right now and how dedicated we are to the podcast? <laughs> yeah, so uh, as in true Father's fashion, uh, we were trying to plan out, not last minute, but just like, hey, chaps, I can't do it. last minute. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much last minute. I was like, hey, I can't do any time tomorrow on Thursday. When can you, can you record on Friday? You're like, I can't do Friday or the weekend. So it is Wednesday night, 8.53 p.m. Eastern. The World Series is currently on TV. My beloved and Stros are playing. Longtime Astros fan here on, on the line just trying to get through uh, trying to get through the podcast as the game's going on. And we're just going to make ends work because that's – I for anyone that has kids, they know it's, it's fucking – Courage under fire, basically, it's a, and it's a whole nother level here at the 
at the McNeely house because my wife's out of town. She's in Ohio on business. Oh, she's doing, I'm good. She comes into town. So we're basically doing relay style, Olympic style sprinting this week. She's up in Ohio. I have the kids this week. She comes back in Friday evening. We're going to like this joint Halloween party. And then Saturday morning, super early, I fly out and I won't be back till Tuesday. So it's basically just a, and then I don't come, I don't come back until Halloween day. She was like, are you going to miss Halloween? I was like, no. I mean, like, to me, like, that's outrageous, like, that she would even suggest that I would miss Halloween. Halloween is my shit. I'm so excited about Halloween. Do you guys have big plans for Miss Sienna? Uh, we've had, like, 35 different ways for her to trick-or-treat or dress up, basically, or coming up as well. Um, but for basically that we have the neighborhood stuff, but she has like, there's like schools and the, like, I think the mall has something. And then one of our favorite grocery stores, shout outs to Leonard's no free ads. They're doing <laughs> something. So we're going to be all over the place. Uh, we have, so we have, um, all homemade costumes, as I'm sure you can appreciate the chap's yeah. house. Yeah, dude. It's a big, big homemade costume. See, so and I don't want to. My wife wants to do all that. I want to just buy, like, the most baller-looking shit so it looks, like, realistic. But my wife is, like, a cheapskate. She won't do it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that. Like, do you you know those big, like, heads, like, costume heads that they have, like, mascot heads? They're, yeah. like, $20 on fucking, um, like, at Walmart now. I'm like, let's just get one of those. I can just be a panda bear every day of my life. Yeah. Maybe I, I, I might be, like, Dude, a closet you would furry. be such a good panda bear. <laughs> oh, my God. You would be such a good panda bear. That's kind of like my spirit animal, I feel. So I always fuck with the panda bear. So, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, but you know what? I will say, though. When a costume comes together, it's a beautiful thing. The other thing is for us, so, like, my wife's putting in, like, overtime. She literally just walked downstairs, and she's putting – she's going to be Mrs. Potts. Mm. I'm going to be – Yes. I'm, and and little little man's even involved in the costume. He's the bump of Mrs. Potts. You know, she Chip. Mrs. Potts. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Little man's gonna be that little bit, that little thing on her. You know, the Mrs. Potts got that little girth uh, on her. She's, yeah. she's mad thick. That's yeah. that's little man growing in the belly. And then I'm the beast. And then Sienna's. This goes back to an earlier podcast. Sienna's wearing that fucking dance recital dress because we're not fucking paying a million dollars for her to wear it one day. So she's wearing that shit until the day. She, and it's every it's like light blue, right? Sienna is uh no it's the the um yellow dress the best oh and, the classic I can't believe I oh, forgot man yeah and we the I am the beast something beast. strange about <laughs> dude that song fucking goes man yeah man and for days for days and days and I'm so is this be the rock- first time you guys dressed up as like a full out family like doing the entire fam is dressing up. No, no, this from from basically year one we are always oh, nice. in lockstep. Uh, First year, I was Donkey Kong. Wifey was Princess, and Sienna was Baby Princess. And we even had a little Love cart it. to push on. So it was Baby Princess Mario Kart version. And then last year, Sienna was more with her cousin. It was Sienna was Cruella the villain. He was a Dalmatian. I love that, dude. Like, I really feel – there's not many things that I think are absolutes in life. Like, I absolutely think that you're an idiot if you don't like whiskey. I absolutely think that you're a dummy if you eat steak well done. If you can't see any red in it at all, you're a dummy. I absolutely think that you don't have any class or sophistication if you don't know that a Merlot isn't pronounced Merlot. Like, I feel like (laughs) those are basic tenets of being a human. A basic tenet of being a dad is that you absolutely have to, have to, have to, have to, Dress up with your children until they're at least 10 years old for Halloween. Have to. Yeah. 
And if some reason you can't do it, I need you in the spirit. I need you to be. It's Halloween. There's no reason unless you're like unless you're like fucking James Andrews and just got done reconstructing Jalen Ramsey's (laughs) knee. Like you get your ass out there. It's like in the movie Elf, dude. Like you don't have to write the fucking children's book tonight. Tell the old crusty geezer that's your boss to go fuck himself. There's certain nights in your life that are important. Halloween is the easiest time to make an impression on your children. The easiest. Yeah, and then even with the neighborhood kids, when you see a dad come to the door dressed up, maybe throwing a little boo at you, don't know what's coming, it it just it makes the whole that makes a, a collection of houses a neighborhood and for dad, lack of a don't, better term. And for fucking dads out there, don't think for a second that your dumbass sitting at home passing out candy gets rid of your responsibility to dress up. Dress your fucking dumbass up, man. <laughs> dress up, and it's so fun. Because we have pictures going back. We were Peppa Pig. We were Willy Wonka. This year, are you ready for the reveal? I'm I'm dying for it. All right. Kelsey is a dinosaur. She's T-Rex. Your boy is Woody. Oh. Mama is, uh, what's her name? The female fucking Toy Story? Jesse. Jesse. And... Obviously, McCartney's Buzz Lightyear. (laughs) (laughs) So she's, like, so stoked about being Buzz. She's screaming Infinity Beyond for, like, months, dude. Like, ready for it. She can't wait. And we have all these pictures throughout the years. Facebook sucks in a lot of ways, especially if you follow people who talk about, like, politics (laughs) and shit all the time. It's wonderful for, like, the throwback pictures. So this time of year, whenever Halloween's coming up, I love them because we go back through some of our favorite like my you want to go through some did you and your wife do a lot of halloween parties before you were married oh yeah dude okay, and it, let's it, go through it, some it, of those costumes yo couple costumes yeah. that's like the big thing on twitter these days that we we go way back see on that. we didn't we didn't do a lot of couple costumes because we we were pretty competitive so we always wanted to compete with each other and figure mm-hmm. out how to best each other and have one of our friend groups be like oh shit like they really stepped up what's some of your best costumes that you guys did Okay, I'm trying to think of them all. I was I was gonna call her on to the you show, want, but you want, I'm, me, I'm saying, you want me to go first? I'll go first while you think about it. No, I, I I I got I got three. These have to be our top three if they came into my head instantly. Or you want me to just go one at a time? Yeah, let's go one at a time. Okay, first one I thought of was um, I was Ray Finkel. Okay, and she was and she was Lois Einhorn. That's Einhorn. a good one. Were you, <laughs> chew, were you chewing Mad Gum? You got to be chewing Mad Big Red. <laughs> For who, Finkel? No, whenever Ace Ventura. No, no. I'm Finkel. She's Einhorn, so we're the same person. Oh technically. shit! Yeah, <laughs> that's good, man. John and the and the wig and everything, and she was you know straight up, and her gun was digging into my hip all night. Does she have a big old glob of goo like in her ass too? <laughs> Captain Winky. <laughs> all right, so that's your first one. My one of my favorite ones that my wife ever did. Was during the time. Have her stay in. Have her stay in. Yeah, Miss, come in. Come on in. Yeah. Um, so one of my favorite ones that my wife did. Share the headphones. Share the headphones. I've never actually met Mrs. Clem. Hi, Mrs. Clem. What a moment. What a moment. Out kicking your coverage. I get that all the time, but you don't post your wife, so you don't get it as much as I do. But Clem outkicked his coverage as well, and we see where <laughs> Miss Sienna gets her good looks from. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) My favorite one that my wife was, was Casey Anthony. It was, it was like the year before she got pregnant. She 
had like the, she did the same tattoos on her arm, just drug a black trash bag around, and was <laughs> Casey God. Anthony with like a bed a baby doll with like a smashed in head with duct tape over its mouth, like before. Did people recognize her? Oh yeah, it was terrible. It was very <laughs> no. uncomfortable. Imagine if she did that after the baby. Like, oh, this is my new baby. I'm Casey Anthony. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she, I mean, we both have pretty dark sense of humors, but we just try to hide it. Like, I'm like the light sensitive guy, but I have a pretty dark sense of humor, too. Um, <laughs> that same year, I painted myself entirely yellow, wore a yellow sweatshirt, yellow pants, and sprayed myself with apple, cin- or apple vinegar. So, And I went as P. I was P for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one that people don't forget like that guy is pissed right there in the corner <laughs> yeah what's another one of y'all's favorites um we were a homer and marge oh homer. i forgot about homer and marge that's that was a such good a one. classic clem move yeah Both homemade i'm bald i just throw a couple squigglies on the head <laughs> we were the hamburglar and ronald mcdonald oh yeah shout out to me for having a ronald mcdonald tattoo yes yeah. i was ronald very um, nice. We were the year after we got we got married in October. So at the end of October, I was um we were from Wheel of Fortune. So he uh, was the bankrupt square uh pure uh, triangle thing. Nice. And I was Vanna White. There you go. Um, hey, she just wanted to wear your formal dress. Yeah. That was the only reason why we did that. I feel one. like it, when you get older than college, when you get out of college, you have to find things. My wife still has like fifteen from like sororities and shit like that because. Like sorority parties, she's like, "What am I gonna do?" I'm like, "Go donate it to like the military base and give it to like the military wives." So when they have like formal dinners, because mm-hmm. otherwise she's like, "People are gonna buy it." I'm like, "Babe, like no disrespect, but that was 12 years ago. Like, <laughs> <laughs> don't get in trouble, Chad. I don't think that I anybody still try wants to find that." But dazzle wear dress. My dress from 2004. <laughs> just throw after we get done with the pod, just go get you a full body red. Throw that bad boy on. Actually, you can't. You can have one glass of full body red. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Growing a baby boy. I know. So we haven't had anybody on the podcast who is actually pregnant. Second pregnancy going better for you than the first one, or not at all. This little one, we nicked him Rubble. He <laughs> shout out Rubble, which I think it's, it's got to stick forever. That's got to stick forever. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna know what's go with uh, Norby or Louis. Is it <laughs> yeah. Norby? And- <laughs> shout out to Norby and Louis, big, big, re- big time recurring guests. Oh, Norby and Louis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm finally feeling, and we are 16 weeks as of tomorrow. So. At the 14-week mark, I started feeling much, much better. Now, do you say we or do you say I'm? Like when you're talking about weeks. I mostly say I. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We when you need me to get you stuff. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We need a Big Mac. The baby needs more milk. Uh, Or the baby needs this. (laughs) I listen to the Don't Tell Your Mothers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The baby needs a Reese's Pieces right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I made the milk before and I got a little yelled at. <laughs> my biggest mistake I ever made. Oh, well, I've made a lot bigger ones probably too with my wife. But one of the bigger ones was she told me to go get a Kit Kat for her when she was pregnant. She was like having a craving. She just wanted a Kit Kat. I came back with the regular size Kit Kat. And when I brought it to her, she's like, what in the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? She's like, this isn't a shareable size. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you think I just want, like, three little Kit Kat bars? Get the fuck. Go back and get me more Kit Kats. It's true. I haven't had any cravings. I've, the only thing is, like, raw meat. I cannot look at chicken. Oh, that's a big one, right? Was that, that one but I like, your first like one? Like, the red meat I'm fine too? with, but the chicken, ugh. Lots of takeout these days. Thumbs up. <laughs> yeah. Was that, was that? 
that way in your first pregnancy too? No, Sienna was perfect pregnancy. Yeah, easy. Didn't feel anything. Easy all the way up until labor. Yeah, that's how my wife know that story. That's how my <laughs> wife says that hers was too and then the <laughs> the pre- the actually having the baby and then the process afterwards was pretty fucking terrible for her. Yes. <laughs> Which I imagine is for everybody. Like she's like when you as like the spouse, you're watching your wife like kind of waddle around just to go pee. You're like, this fucking sucks, man. <laughs> like <laughs> my biggest inconvenience is that it takes so long to go to the grocery store because you can't move around too fast. Like <laughs> that's my biggest, biggest struggle. People are actually starting to notice at work today, too. One person came up to me and was like, I have to ask. You're pregnant, right? And I'm like, "Whoa, you balls. are so forward." That's balls. That's ballsy move, man. Ugh. Yeah, she's like, oh, "I can normally tell when people are pregnant." I'm like, "I'm wearing a baggy shirt. How do you tell? <laughs> you tell?" Man, I mean, could you got to glow? Yeah. I mean, once you have like eight or nine months, like it's pretty obvious when you're eight or nine months that you're pregnant. And you're not just like really, right. <laughs> really enjoying some late night snacks. You know, like you don't like ribs. You actually have a baby like forming inside <laughs> your body. <laughs> But doing it in the first four months is a risky, risky move because you could just yes. you could just be feeling pretty bloated, ate a lot of chips that weekend. <laughs> you got to wait for like the belly bump button to pop out. You can see it through the shirt to like that's for me to ask. Like it's clear that baby's coming any fucking minute. That's mm-hmm. the only I ask. Even that I don't even ask. Big- I'm a big guy. I don't want anyone else. I, I might look. I look pregnant all the time. <laughs> it has been nice though. Like random people have been like saying congratulations well who i have not talked to and i have not announced on social media so i'm like oh you must be listening to pod fathers out to the listeners out there <laughs> yeah i have to really think about because sometimes like the things that we talk about because like, i know my mom listens and i uh, know a bunch of our family members a lot of the family members from the barstool guys period listen because they want to see how we are as they like that. This is like the human side of Barstool, I guess. Like, <laughs> it's like these are normal people. They're 35 year old dudes with kids or in their 30s with kids. And I have to think twice about last week was pretty. We talked a lot about porn and shit last week. And I'm sure my mom like <laughs> hated that episode. <laughs> so it's let, always tell so us hard when I'm like, tell us when I'm driving in the car, I'm listening to you guys usually on Monday mornings and like. When Clem's stumbling on words, like, or telling a story, and I'm like shouting at my radio, I'm like, "It's this word. This is what you're trying to think of." I'm not <laughs> very smart. And he's like, I, "I, I, I don't remember. I know we're doing April. I can't remember how many weeks." <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm my wife. Just she told me straight out once I started doing podcasting, she was like, "I don't listen to anything that you do." And I'm like, "Why?" She's like, "I fucking hate hearing your voice on my radio. It sounds weird." <laughs> like. <laughs> That's fair, like because I don't like. <laughs> she has a podcast that's like about dental informatics that just works in like this um, academic circle, and she's like, mm-hmm. "Well, do you want to listen to mine?" I'm like, "Well, no, because I'm not a fucking dentist. Like, <laughs> you guys are just gonna tell me to floss, and you know I don't want to floss. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, even if you say it in podcast form, I'm still not gonna do it. Unlike people who listen to ours and actually suck farts out of butts. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So if you up. as as the mama of Sienna. Mm-hmm. What's something special about Clem as a papa bear that we might not know? I would say he's really good with imaginative play with her. Mm. Where like she's like really into PJ mask right now. And we just gave her like an outlet mask last night. And so she's been playing a lot. So she wants him to be cat boy. But he doesn't. But he doesn't watch the show, so he doesn't know who Romeo and Luna Girl are. So he's just playing along. He doesn't know who fucking Runo Girl is. 
<laughs> well, then she got very scared because she was like, I don't really like them, so please don't pretend to be them and blah, blah, blah. But then, like, when he doesn't know what to do, he'll be like, uh, now it's time to body slam you on this bed. <laughs> Just reverse back to what he likes as a kid. Yes. Pure ogre style right there. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Well, thank you. So we won't want to keep you for too long, but thank you for stopping by. Yes, I have to go back to crafting. Thanks, baby. Oh, yeah. And the, the imaginative play line, such a teacher move. Oh, yeah. Such a teacher <laughs> word. <laughs> Bye. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Look at that live. This this is what happens. You just audible at night. You never know what's going to happen. Late guest, late night guest might just swing in. What a special <laughs> moment on Podfathers. We had the, we had a Podmother stop in. What a special, Podmother special moment. With child in womb. And I wanted to say the one other costume I always loved was I was Rick Moranis and she was Sigourney Weaver from Ghostbusters. The uh, keymaster and the and the gateman. Gatekeeper and the keymaster, right? Is that what it I think that's what it was. No sex was had that night, I assure you. Very, <laughs> very good moment with Mrs. Clem there. That actual moment, do you know who it was brought to you by? Give it to me. Who is it? It was brought to you by the little movie called Daddy's Home. Mama's Home brought to you by Daddy's Home. It's in theaters <laughs> November 10th. Do you know what's special about November 10th, Clem? Uh, it's the day before Sienna's birthday. That's one. So that you, so Sienna was born on Veterans Day. Yes, she was. She'll always have off. Isn't that great? So the day before Veterans Day is the Marine Corps birthday. The Marine Corps was born on 10 November 1775 in a little place called Tun Tavern. So a little fun fact. But the movie's out on the Marine Corps birthday. I'll be in Chicago during that time as as a guest at another ball, which I can't wait to go to. That movie's starting. Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, Mel Gibson, and many, many more. It's a sequel to the 2015 Global Smash with father and son... Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell, they join forces to provide their kid with the perfect Christmas. Their newfound partnership is yet to be put to the test. Dusty's old-style macho dad, who's played by Mel Gibson, and Brad's ultra-affectionate and emotional dad, who's played by John Lithgow. John Lithgow, in one of my favorite TV shows of all time, the season that he's in in Dexter is ungodly good. Were you a Dexter guy? I was not a Dexter guy, but I've always heard that literally... John Lithgow is like the fucking man. So I'm in. Daddy's home too. I'm going to it just to see Johnny Boy. I mean, as well John as Lithgow and, I mean, Will Ferrell, obviously, legend. Obviously, Mark Wahlberg is doing great shit. Mel Gibson, great actor, great director. Had some other stuff going on. But John Lithgow and Dexter. I don't know if they want us to talk about Dexter as much as they want us to talk about Daddy's home. <laughs> but I'm a big John Lithgow fan. After that, I watch everything. So I'll watch this dude, too. You can catch it. It's the perfect family flick, so you can bring the whole fam with you. Tickets are available. They start, you can start ordering your tickets today. They came out. The tickets came out on 10-27, October 27th. You can get them today. Go see that movie. It's going to be great. Daddy's home, too, baby. Let's fucking do it. Daddy's home, too, bitch. <laughs> All right. So we have some mailbags, right? We sure do. We got two mailbags today. Two, two, two oh, in wait, the wait. mailbox. Oh, no, I did. Okay. I thought I didn't say what we were going to be for Christmas or for Halloween, not Christmas. Christmas. We said for Halloween. And just for the record, I've said it. I think last, probably, I probably said on last year's podcast. I'm saying on this year's podcast because you say this whenever you do. I give out full size candy bars. That's the kind of house the Clem household is. It's like having season tickets in baseball. The number one reason you get them, or in, in any sport, is to tell people that you got them. We give out the full candy bars. So shout out to the Casa de Clem coming in. Just an amazing move by you guys. What a what a sense of community that you provide by doing that. Just a complete credit to you and to everybody. <laughs> 
can we go? I can't get over. Um, I started singing it a little bit earlier, but I can't get over the fact that you guys are going to be Beauty and the Beast. Can, can we? Do you want to have yeah. a little mid-roll little song action? I, Hell is all time? Is that what we're talking here? No. Here we, here we go for the people. Oh, man. When Beast starts getting after it and eating and Belle doesn't look at him judgmental, no. it's just such a great moment, man. Greater than sign, greater than sign, greater than sign. Chip looks over. He sees what's going on. Chip's low-key embarrassed for, for the Beast. He's like, starts giggling at him and shit. And he's like, hey, Beast, bro, use a spoon, my dude. It's porridge. Bell's looking low-key thick. If you don't use a spoon correctly, you're not getting them guts, son. <laughs> and Bell, for me personally, Bell's my number one Disney princess. By far, oh, Bell's lock, just stock, and back. A class act. Class act, smart. Easy easy in-law situation, too. One oh. crazy guy, he's not too crazy, Maurice. He's, he's just a scientist. He's Maurice a is the kind of father-in-law that you really want. Just super easy. And her voice is just like... That's the kind of voice, so looks can go, looks can fade away. Everybody's going to be ugly at some point in their life. You are, I got there, I think 33 was the year that I was like, you know what? Looks-wise, I'm going downhill. Chaps, you're you're handsome. You were always actually handsome. Now you're just handsome. Yeah, but I'm still, I'm on the down, I'm on the downward climb, that, and that's fine. But a voice is going to stay the same. So if you have a sexy, smooth voice, it's always going to be there. Yeah, like I, pod fathers, you should give some dating tips too for people that want to become pod mothers and fathers. You should look for your future wife, a girl that can sing a tune. Which again, Ariel giving up her voice. I mean, that was her greatest gift, and she was Dude. a smoke show. Yeah, she should have gave up that booty first. I mean, like <laughs> she should have been like, I'll put on a couple lbs and let me keep my voice because that thing was money, man. It was straight up money. Straight Big up money. mistake by Ariel. Big mistake. Big mistake. Huge. Shout out to Sienna, Pretty Women. And let me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Beast has a whole crew on his back, and they're all just like, this fucking guy, man. This Mrs. Potts can't even keep him containing. You know, the way Chip looks at him, he's had some, like, he scared the shit out of Chip a few times. And they're you know fucking I mean? loyal. Like, his people are loyal, dude. Like, to be putting up, like, dude, like, how long can you really be a candlestick? Yeah, <laughs> that. That wardrobe, ride or die chick. The epitome of a ride or die chick. <laughs> Unbelievable. Speaking of like looking beautiful, I was taking uh, my older daughter to a sleepover last weekend, and <laughs> my kids were driving my wife insane. I just got back from Austin. It's like a it was a late Saturday night, and my wife was like, "I am flat out fucking not taking these terrorist children anywhere." It's like a, <laughs> it's like an hour drive to our other friend's house. It's like, all right, I'll take them, no problem. So we're riding back, and this place that we go to, it's like in the Texas Hill Country. Let me set the, set the scene a little bit. So yeah, we're we're, scene, we're, ri- we're riding through in the Texas Hill Country. It's beautiful, man. Like the Hill Country in Texas is beautiful. It's rolling hills. You constantly see deer. There's white-tailed deer. Right now it's like straight-up fucking season for the deer. They're out. They're rooting around. They're getting ready. It's full-out hunting season here. So deer are constantly out. This neighborhood that our friends live in, it's like a deer sanctuary, like legitimately. You're not allowed to shoot the deer. You're not allowed to harm them. Everybody puts out corn. They put out apples. They put out all kinds of stuff for these deer just to eat on and hang out because it makes your, I mean, the best ornament that you could possibly have in your yard is a fucking deer, dude. Like a deer <laughs> hanging out is money. So 
McCartney and I were in my truck. I pull over. There's probably like 15, 20 deer just hanging out. I pull out. Me and McCartney get in the back, and I'm like, just check out these deer. She's like, Daddy, you know what? She's like, these deer are beautiful, right? And I was like, yeah, they are. She's like, I don't know who's more beautiful, mama or deer. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) and she was like, because that's the two prettiest things, right? Mama and deers. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) It's like, let's go with that, man. And it was just a pretty cool moment for her to be, and not even like fishing for compliments or saying nice things about her mom. But I feel like every little kid has that in their mind that like their mom is like the prettiest person in the world. It doesn't hurt when, when you look like my wife does too. Like it, that's not like, it's not hurtful. Out kicking the coverage kind of shit. (laughs) Right. But whenever they say those kind of things, you're like, man, that's pretty fucking dope, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So looking, looking like a deer. Is a, it's about as good as a compliment you can get in my b- book, old deer-looking head-ass. And I fucks with deer big time. We have deer in our backyard that always migrate around. Uh, anti-squirrel. I am officially team anti-squirrel. Are you anti-squirrel? I like to eat squirrel. Oh, you, you, you'll eat some fucking squirrel chaps? <laughs> squirrel and duck gumbo is my shit, my man. Is that is that a Florida thing? I feel like that's big in Florida. Well, when I was in high school, I moved out of my parents' house when I was like 18 years old. So I flat out fucking live with Cajuns, dude. So we would eat like gumbo. We would eat alligator. We would eat anything, anything. I mean, turtle. We were eating turtle soup. We were hitting up the turtle soup big time, man. Love turtle soup. This like I always say KFC radio. They were from Mamu, Louisiana is where they were from. (laughs) What was it called? Mamu, Louisiana. We used to eat boudin all the time and dirty rice. It was fucking wonderful. So I'll fuck with some. Some squirrel. Squirrel and duck gumbo. It's amazing. You can't use white rice, though. You got to use wild rice. That's a trick. Makes it I, it's better. It's a little bit more hearty. I always say KFC Radio is it's actually the story of John Feidelberg, and we learn a little bit about him every week and why he is the way he is. Podfathers is chaps here because you casually dropped in the whole I taught my wife in in Sunday school line casually, and you casually dropped in that you left your parents out at the age of 18 and moved in with fucking Cajuns. Well, my, <laughs> like, my parents and were— And squirrel. Well, my dad—my stepdad was in the military, so they—I was a senior year—it was my senior year in high school, and he was like, hey, dude, we got to go back to Florida or back to Jacksonville because I got orders. I'm getting out. I got a job with Boeing. I'm going to go do this. And I was like, dude, I turned 18 like three months. I'm not leaving my senior year of high school. Like not, yeah, yeah. not happening. So I just moved in with some friends. They lived in an old fire station with just like some beds and shit. It was dope. <laughs> Did they have like a fucking pole? Could yeah. you go down the pole? Oh, from, yes. From my room, dude. From my room, there was like a fire pole. It was awesome. Oh, man. That's you just relive Ghostbusters. You can relive 90% of Ghostbusters because if you live in a firehouse. Oh, man. That's some shit. I feel like that's where bearded chaps started to grow. Like I always say, when you're a kid, you didn't have the beard. I feel like. Hanging out with Cajuns and eating squirrel, the man that we see today, that is where that seed was, like, starting to get some fertilizer and some water. Well, I I got a big-time update that's really going to impress the people for Monday morning. Astros have taken a 1-0 lead. It's now (laughs) the top of the fourth. So on Monday morning, you'll be finding out that on Wednesday night, the Astros take a (laughs) 1-0 lead in the top of the fourth. Breaking news. You heard it here on Podfathers, my friends. Let's go into a little bit of uh, the mailbag. Let's go in the mailbag here. Uh, first up. Okay, so this kind of ties in what we are just talking about. Adam, this is actually a question I was asked in person. Shout out to Adam. He, uh, he, I've seen him a couple around the Barstool HQ a few times. His five-year-old son mm-hmm. 
is I at least ON2, if not more, has never seen a win in person. He's a Red Sox and Patriots fan. Okay. This guy, however, is on a winning streak when he doesn't go with his kid. Ooh. Should what do you do in that situation? Do you stop bringing the games all together, preseason only, regular season only? Say, and now in your scenario, say McCartney was riding a cold streak. Okay. And she, and you got tickets to game two of the World Series, or game three of the World Series. Astros are down 2-0. Just hypothetically speaking, we don't know. It's Wednesday night right, right now. And she wants to go. Do you go if it's, you know, and we're not talking, you know, lifelong Astros fan. We'll even say Jaguars, Super Bowl. Are you taking McCartney with you if she's, say, 0-5, you know, young fan still? But, you know, I don't know about you. I'm a juju. I'm a mojo guy. That's some fucking serious anti, you know, karma going out there. Now, this is going to surprise some people listening. I want you to hold on. If you're driving in the car, I want you to hold on to your seat, my friends. I want you to actually hold on to your private parts. Hold on to your little jip and bidlets. I want you to hold on to your testicles or your shaft. I want to hold you to hold on right onto your vagina and or your titties. I am a guy who believes in law of averages. So oh. if she's 0-5, the statistical analysis would say that she is due for a W. Wow. That explains your shot. If she's 5-0, and 0, she's due for an L. So I feel like it's just like whenever you're playing roulette. If, you're, if the board is saying black, 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 black six times in a row, yep. buddy, you better go red. Because the law of averages are not on your side. They are going fucking red soon, and it's probably going to be right now. McCartney, get your dumb ass in that truck. We're going. Even if she doesn't now, want to. She might become <laughs> my good luck charm. I will drag your ass to Minneapolis <laughs> if I have to, young lady. Could you imagine if McCartney didn't want to be at a fucking game and she was letting everybody know? Oh, <laughs> gee. They might cancel the game legit. They might like just straight up cancel it. And you she'll drop like I'm 0 and 5. I don't know why he's taking me. And then they're gonna be pissed at you because they're more than likely mojo people like me instead of law of averages people like you. Now if she's five and zero. You're like McCartney. Your ass is staying down in Texas. Mow the grass. I'll be back in a few days. I got to. Yeah, because yeah, I gotta I be consistent across the board. <laughs> I respect the shit. I mean, I've tried everything under the sun for the Giants, and they're fucking one and six right now. So I have to think I might just have to just go back to like the T-shirts I was wearing. I don't one. think that any of us on the pod would have thought that my team would be in the best position of anybody. <laughs> first place, sitting in first place, Jackson in the first. What is this life, dude? What is it? What's what the next? It? What's I, the next question? The next question. We have Brian here. Okay, this is kind of a this is kind of a weird one, but I think we can tie it into everything here. Question is mainly for Clem. Star Wars fan to Star Wars fan, what order do you show the Star Wars movies to Sienna? Ooh, My little guy was just a big born, time question. And I likely to go machete order to eliminate all traces of Jar Jar. Please help. I get this question a lot. Um, my order is four, five, six, seven, eight when it comes out in Christmas. Then you go back to Rogue One. And then I've tried to avoid the prequels at all costs with Sienna. My wife. One time, Sienna was crying, threw on the movies when I was outside. I came in. I go, what the fuck is this? I dropped the hard F. I didn't mean to, Chapsy, but I did. I was heated. I, was, I wasn't I was wearing a collar. I was hot under the collar, though. Okay. And it was the prequels. 
She only got to like the scroll and maybe like the first, you know, couple things where they're talking about trade shit. It was a nightmare. I said, these eyes, this girl's eyes will not see Jar Jar Binks until she's 10 years old, double digits at the minimum. So I just, the question is more in general, is there anything you want to like teach your kids in terms of entertainment that you want to protect them from like the shitty side of reality? Because for me, the prequels is the shitty side of reality in life. Yeah, probably that wrestling isn't real. Like, I feel like you got to have that. That Obviously, your boy Santa is a big thing that you got to focus on. You got to keep that alive and well. The Easter Bunny, shout out to the Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny doesn't get his due in October. I feel like it's kind of fucked up. Santa, get, Santa gets love, like, throughout <laughs> the year. But the Easter Bunny is just like, oh, it's fucking April or March. Like, let me talk about this bitch. Like, give the Easter Bunny a little bit of love throughout the year. You don't have to do anything crazy, like put Easter Bunny on the shelf or anything like that. Also, Bye. after... <laughs> I wish we had, like, reggaeton horns right now because the moment that you let your child have one candy from Halloween, we're bringing back Santa. That is when you <laughs> fucking bring back Santa, the guilt trip of Santa, Big time. That happens from November 1 to December 26. Like, that is when it's big time. Big, big, big time Santa guilt. Yep, that's a good point. We have we got kind of screwed with the birthdays here because she's a November baby. Uh, I think Kevin was Shay, too. He's kind of screwed with it, too. So, like, we can only hold the birthday for a month, and then it's right to Santa. Like, this could be prime Santa time for us. We still have the birthday, so we have two hammers, but... If you have two hammers, you don't have none, as they I'm, say. So. I'm good, man. Kelsey's June 21st and McCartney's October 1st. So I am so, solid on that front. And I agree with you about that Easter Bunny point. First of all, the wrestling, A-plus analogy. Great call. You can't let her even see the crying. Like the crying wrestling guy, it's real to me, damn it. You can't even show her that, which is a classic YouTube, because then they put two and two together. Oh, wait, this isn't real. And, I mean, we're all kind of losers. I wish wrestling was real. I wish it was. But the Cadbury, uh, the, the Easter Bunny, they even put a Cadbury bunny. They're, like That might be a bigger bunny by the time like the, our kids are growing up. The Cadbury, because Cadbury eggs are fucking awesome, right? Let's, let's agree on that much. I kind of oh, think they trash. Oh, my God. <laughs> Clem is devastated. All right, are we talking the cream eggs or are we talking the little the little uh, A whole lot eggs? of them. Oh, no. See, goddamn. I could have lived with the cream. The cream eggs are good when you're a kid because they look like real eggs. <laughs> Chaps, I'll tell you. Your mentions on Monday are going to – I'm going to just sit. I'm going to set up a little filter on my tweet deck. Let and me I'm just, just say this. Uncle Chaps mentions fuck Cadbury eggs and fuck Vince Scully. Vince Scully is so overrated, dude. Old fucking oh, – oh. That dude tonight was ridiculous, man. Going on for 30 minutes. Just shut up and pitch, dude. McCartney, if you're listening – See, wrestling Israel. Your dad just turned heel on a podcast for no reason. Just turned on two of the most beloved things of my life, basically, right there. If I could, right now, with Vince Scully, I would go to L.A. <laughs> I would go to L.A. I would bring his ass out of the press booth. I would bring him down to the third base line. Throw him inside the Dodgers dugout, right in front of Tommy fucking Lasorda and the rest of the squad. Oh, you're bringing Tommy into this, oh boy. I would get a towel. I would wet that towel with some warm damn water. 
And the next thing I would do would be apologize to Vin Scully and give him a nice clean shave with DollarShaveClub.com razors. Because by now, everybody knows that Dollar Shave Club is making amazing razors for a few bucks. I've been a member for a while now. Clem said I was looking handsome. I trimmed up my neckline. Clem looks fucking cliche all the time. I know he uses it. I know... Damn sure, if we stop getting Dollar Shave Club, my wife would be pissed. Of all the little perks that we get, Dollar Shave Club is one of my wife's favorites because she doesn't have to spend $30 on her whatever fucking razors that they use. She uses the Dollar Shave Club because it's got a weighty handle. It feels nice. It's high quality. It's super high quality. If you're like me and sick of the nonsense at the store, sick of the nonsense with your wife picking it out all the time, just have it show up at your house, man. Like Because whenever you're in the hygiene, I don't know if it's you too, Clem, when you're in the hygiene section of the grocery store, it takes like fucking 45 hours to get to that bitch. Just get dollarshaveclub.com to save you that time because it's Sunday. Everybody wants to go grocery shopping on Sunday. You just want to get back home for football. One faster thing that you don't have to get when you're at the grocery store is dollarshaveclub.com. Use dollarshaveclub.com slash podfathers today. You're going to get a great deal. It's stupid not to. Let's go into... A little shout out, shout out Dollar Shave Club too, because I thought something was going up Vince Scully's Rudy Two Candy, Rudy Tootie Candy ass, and they saved him. They saved Vince Scully's ass. Shout out Dollar Shave. You ready Club. for another Astros update before we head into bedtime stories? End of the fourth, top of the fifth, still one nothing. Let's go, right. Astros, baby. I feel like we, I feel like we really need to nail this down. If we don't have this win, you can't go back to Houston down two zero. No, you gotta you gotta bring the Owen Five McCartney with you if that happens. <laughs> and I, the worst part is I'll be in San Diego, dude. Oh shit! I was so I excited would... because I thought I was gonna go to the game tonight. I thought I was like I'm gonna go to the game tonight because we had like a sitter and everything lined up. I had it for some reason. I had it switched the home and away, and I was like, "Fuck, man! I like legit might be able to go to like five of the World Series games." Yep, which would have been insane, like to do it, but. I don't get to go to any of them. I might get to go to. I might get to go to Monday night. It went from like in my head five to zero, like real damn quick. So that stinks. But let's move into a little bit of bedtime stories. You want me to lead off? You want to lead off? Um, you can lead off. Okay, mine's pretty basic, but it was. I mean, it, it melted my fucking heart, dude. Uh, so the two nights ago, Sienna got into the costumes of all our shit. So my wife was like. 90% done with my beast costume. She took like a shirt, put some frillies on it. I got my suit jacket. I got some beast fur and everything. I got a little hat, whatever. I'll post a picture on Halloween when we actually get it all together. She goes, daddy, daddy, can you wear this? She, she literally took her belt. I don't even know where she found her dress. She got it down in the closet, stretched herself into it, like just fucking rammed through it, gives me my stuff, says, daddy, can you do it? Can you, can you wear the beast stuff? I put it on. Chaps. She had the look as if I had morphed, as if I had a rose whittling fucking petals down. I had turned into the beast in her eyes. Her oh, eyes man. were the size of my thighs, and she gave me the biggest hug. She almost started crying, I think. She was so fucking – like this is when, – when you said, dads, dress up for your kids, I'll dress up. I was already going to do it. I'll never not dress up for my kids until they don't want me to anymore. After the look she gave me, it was the biggest hug. And she just had the dumbest smile on her face for like five minutes. And I was like, are you happy, baby? Are you happy the way daddy looks? And she was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she oh, couldn't, like, man. she, it was, dude, it was, it's fucking goosebumps. I got goosebumps just talking about it. So, uh, I mean, that was it, dude. It fucking hit hard. It hit, hit right in the feels. 
you and you really don't have any choice because you think it's going to be like a funny, cute moment. The same thing happened when McCartney was um, really little, and I did I dressed up as Barney. Like for, I came in dressed up as Barney, and you would have thought that I shot every president, former, current, <laughs> whoever. Like that, everybody was fucking dead. Um, this week's is for me. Little Miss Kelsey is. This is going to sound weird as a bedtime story, but she. Um, gave her mom some attitude and she like in the past she has not been like super confident like about like talking argumentatively like with um with us or just with anybody in general she kind of just takes what other people say and that becomes like a point of contention in her um like sense of self-worth like she is just like takes on what anybody else says and accepts it well she had a moment the other day where she's like no i'm not wrong here and i'm going to tell you why i'm not wrong and that's a big moment for a kid like her, like where you're like, good kid, like stick up for yourself. Like, cause that there is a thing where you have this idea in a parent as a parent that kids need to be obedient to you all the time or something like that. That's not the case because if you let, if you don't let your kids quote unquote talk back some, they are never going to be able to be argumentative and stick up for themselves. And that's a very important process to have important process to teach, like with people who are in a position of authority where you can speak your mind, speak it respectfully, but let people know what you think. That's a that's a great quality to have. And she's start, she's starting to demonstrate that a little bit more, which is pretty fucking dope. She's yeah, that that's that. I mean, like the thing I was just gonna say quickly, like when they're younger, it's a lot of cutesy things, and especially when they can't talk and they or they'll say something cute or whatever. But like the the cool thing about with your the way your kids are aged, uh, Kelsey's gonna kind of give us like. You know, a teenager is not going to give you cute a lot of cute moments, but they're going to give you important moments, which is going to be a cool side of the bedtime stories to come. <laughs> yeah, man, she is definitely growing up, and it's great. Like, it's it's good to see, it's cool to see, and I'm excited to see where she goes. She was a little rock star this week, so we are going to play a little Post Malone rock star to rock you out for the week. Have a good Halloween. We can't wait to see. Shoot us pictures on Instagram. Tag us on Instagram at Podfather Show. Yes. Tag us on Twitter at Podfather Show. And actually, we are going to op- – I, I just looked a few minutes ago. Our DMs aren't open on Podfathers. Wish you guys would have told us about that. Let us know on Podfather Show, Twitter, uh, on Twitter, in the DMs. We're going to open those up. You guys can DM, DM us any questions, and we'll be able to answer from there as well. Go into our iTunes account this week. Tell us what you think Clem should name his baby. If you were going to name the baby, if you got to name baby Clem – what would Baby Clem's name be? Go in the go into the comments this week. Here's a little post Malone rock star. <laughs> 